In our final part of the interview with entrepreneur Asia Nicole Atwood of Trella Technologies, she talks about the challenges of a startup business in a startup business like cannabis with so many barriers to entry on In the Weeds with Jimmy Young next. Don't look now, but it's a whole new world of weed out there. Pot is flower, it's Bruce Banner and Blue Dream. You've got bongs and dabs, resin and shatter, vaping and edibles, new terms, new strains, and new ways to use cannabis sativa, the plant. Some just made with CBD, and hemp has minimal THC. There's sativa and indica strains and 100 chemicals, all legal in 10 states for adult use. There's a lot to get to know. Get used to it, folks, because it's legal in the Bay State and it's not going away. Neither is In the Weeds with Jimmy Young next. Revolutionary Clinics is just one of 49 medical cannabis dispensaries in Massachusetts, but there's a reason why it's one of the most popular. It's their patient-first philosophy. All day long, they teach, they educate, they communicate about this complicated plant called cannabis sativa. That's true. Whether you visit their Cambridge location in Fresh Pond at 110 Fawcett Street or at 67 Broadway in Somerville. Revolutionary Clinics, where the patient comes first. Have talked a little bit about big pharma because we know we're playing with a medicine, mm. um, and when big pharma comes in, there aren't. You tell me. I mean, I'm naive on this one, guys. I'll admit this. How many women are in big pharma right now? Are they? Are there any women CEOs running the the bigger um, pharmaceutical companies that are out there in this country where we see every other ad on television? Yeah, you know, I I don't know. I'm sure yeah. there are some women leaders in in pharma. I can think of one example. I can't remember uh, the woman's name, um, but um, Google knows. So we, we yeah, know, yeah, we'll be able to Google right. later. <laughs> yeah. But but uh, yeah, I I don't. Uh, it's don't, it's an unknown, isn't it's it? An unknown. And that sh- tells you two things. Um, one is it's such a big industry mm-hmm. that, and they don't showcase their leadership. Mm. They hide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of face behind big pharma. Exactly right. 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 And right. that is that. That to me is a scary thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this particular case, um, people are coming out and they're putting their faces out there. Mm-hmm. They're saying, you know what, my sportscaster career is over. You know, <laughs> I, I got no problem. I am a talk show host at this point. I can deal with it. You know, mm-hmm. that's where we're at at mm-hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. And you have to put your face out there. You have put your face out there on your crowdfunding. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, because we want to know where we can invest with your company. If people want to, you've opened it up to the public and allowed them to get a piece of this action, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was one of the things that both Dre and I thought were really, was really important that we tried to figure out a way to allow the community to participate in our success. Um, and we started with crowdfunding um, product uh, focus crowdfunding so that was we were selling t-shirts and um, you know and, 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 and discounts and things future discounts on Indiegogo so we did that first we um, had a we raised a little bit of money through Indiegogo crowdfunding okay uh, that's that, what I can say how did you pick the one you're, you're involved with which one now now we're doing regulation crowdfunding with start engine start engine start engine.com now what why what's the difference between regulation crowdfunding and like uh, sure I'd love to talk about yeah that. let's because a lot of regulation crowdfunding in is fact new. enlighten me a little bit yeah. because I got to tell you we are 
are thinking yeah. about doing crowdfunding. And a lot of media companies use crowdfunding ah. to raise money. A lot of, especially Ooh. on a project by project basis. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, okay. but um, but crowd. Yeah, there's lots of different way, types of crowdfunding. There's product where you actually give away a product to receive money. Mm-hmm. There's service um, where you might give some sort of like information or educational, you know, service uh, for for money. And then there's regulation crowdfunding, which is investment. You give away ownership in your company or some some sort gotcha. of financial. A package yep. um, that um, is tied to the success of the company financially. That's the third type of crowdfunding, and it's the newest regulation crowdfunding. Um, it was part of the Jobs Act uh, from 2012 that President Obama signed, but they put a four-year hold on it. They gave the industry four years to figure out how they wanted to actually regulate it. Yeah, and then in 2016 they flipped the switch and said, "Okay, you can now um, do crowdfunding that involves investment," and what that means is. Anybody in the public can invest in a company. Prior to 2016, you had to be an accredited investor. investor. Right, right, so right. That, which means you I'm had to familiar be familiar with yeah, that. Yeah, after at least uh, you can write a check for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Right, and right. it won't bounce. Right, right. right. Yeah, you because I can write a check for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, it's, 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 it's like my autograph. It's not even worth anything on a check. Why would you want it? Yeah, right, all right. right, right. So yeah, you had to be high net worth individual um, mm-hmm. and, in order to invest, which is actually you know pretty sucky for the people that are um, interested in investing, have some some money, but they just don't meet that criteria. So they're not able to invest mm-hmm. in order to move themselves from where mm-hmm. they are to where they want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so the 2016 um, introduction of regulation crowdfunding said you don't have to be an accredited investor. You do have to make sure that you have um, enough money so that you're not making yourself broke. So I think there's a criteria that you can't invest more than 10% of your Income, okay, yep. but you can invest. Yep, okay. So, um, and, and as little, I think I saw as little as two hundred dollars. Did I see that? Yeah, we the minimum you, investment. You can, any company can set uh, the minimum. I think the lowest on Start Engine, and, and I don't. So, one of the things about regulation crowdfunding yep. is it's regulated by the SEC. Yeah, I've heard of them, the Securities and Exchange Commission. Yes, bom, I'm, bom, I'm bom. very familiar with you know I, IRS, DC. SEC. Those yeah. those three acronyms. Are I prefer serious. THC <laughs> and CBD, <laughs> yeah, but right. that's another story. Yeah, right? those three acronyms aren't fun acronyms. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, I got you. But, uh, but yeah, the SEC regulates the whole overall process. So they have some rules and, and regulations on in regards to what you can say publicly about your your raise um, in the terms that you can that you can put up, put out there. Right. But you can set low minimums, and I believe I don't know if this is SEC or Start Engine, but you can go as low as a hundred dollars. Yep. Yeah. And and then you say, okay, I'm going to give ten uh, percent of the equity in my company to this fundraise or. Um, are they they're non-voting shares? I'm guessing, right? You don't want to have to deal with thousands of people exactly. on your board, right? Usually, usually they're non-voting shares. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of any examples because when I started to get into this process to use it for our company, we researched a lot of existing companies that were doing it, mm-hmm. um, and the majority of them are doing equity. Um, you know, a ten or twenty percent equity, right. non-voting, um, no voting rights. Right. However, um, you get in early um, and you get a chance to anyone gets a chance to, to participate. Um, so yeah, that's that's what we wanted to do. Yeah, we are looking at that. I'm not kidding. That is absolutely something we've talked about. In fact, uh, when I recruited my oldest friend out of retirement and said, "Please help me run my company so I don't screw it up," yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> he the first words out of his mouth were, "You know, I'm thinking we should do crowdfunding on this." Yeah, um, and for a number of reasons. One is the name itself. We talk about we're professionals talking about cannabis in the media, mm-hmm. as opposed to 
you know, we're professional cannabis users. Mm -hmm. We are a B2B focused. We want people like yourself to have an opportunity to come into a studio and talk about your business and who you are Mm -hmm. and why it's so important to do what you're doing. You know, it's truly um, an incredible time to watch all this happen. You know, we're still we, we're in Massachusetts, right? This yeah. is my home state. Yeah. It is the greatest sports town in America, by the way. Boston. <laughs> Sorry, Philly. It's all right. Um, you got one. You know what I mean? You got one. Yeah. You got one. Okay? And just keep in mind that your Eagles football team is owned by Jeff Lurie from Newton, Massachusetts, my hometown. <laughs> all right. I'm just saying my hometown. Okay. In Massachusetts. Did I say it enough? All right. So, but I do feel like we're part of a historic mo- movement here. Mm-hmm. I really do. Mm-hmm. I mean... Every day, there's another story. Another study is coming out. Um, you know, I'm going to self-promote here a little bit. Yeah. But that's difficult for me. But um, <laughs> Thursday night, July 11th. Now, again, we do this on – we record this conversation mm-hmm. and we distribute it over the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. But we are doing a live show. No one's going to know this by the time they hear this mm-hmm. uh, interview. Mm-hmm. But we will have done a live show okay. on July 11th. And – the interactive element of live media is something that I'm, I cherish. It's okay. something that I've been involved with live television since I was 20 years old. Mm. I started my first company in 2008 when the entire world's economy decided to get cut in half mm. um, because I you know, it wasn't enough of a challenge to start your first company. You know, in a good economy, <laughs> I had to wait for everybody to lose half their money. <laughs> anyway, that was Young Broadcasters of America. Very happy I did it. But the point about it is that, you know, when you're building a business, sometimes you don't have a chance to pick when. You were able to pick when. You were able to get in at, a, at, the, at the infancy of a billion, trust me, trillion dollar industry mm-hmm. because it's not going to just stop right. growing. It's going to be every country is going to get involved with this yeah. at some point because they recognize it's a live thing. It's a commodity. Mm-hmm. Right. And eventually it's going to be traded as a commodity. Right. You know, you mentioned the SEC. I know the Commodity Futures Trade Commission is out there (laughs) licking their lips Mm -hmm. about this because they know that this is an emerging agricultural product. Yeah. Um, that's going to happen. Do, does that drive you? Does the the fact that you're part of this and you're, it has to drive you, doesn't it? Oh yeah. Um, it's it's the 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 unknown. I I mean, when I'm, <laughs> I I love. It's scary. Too, it it is scary, yes. but that that's that scariness is 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 also you know thrilling mm-hmm. <laughs> right for some right. people for right. some people exactly right um it's and, like bungee jumpers yeah you know they yeah. know they're attached but yeah. it's they're still going to jump off that thing right, and right, have right. to think maybe it will snap maybe yeah. this will be the one time it right maybe i mean but you know it, everything that we do is always a, it's a path it's the process mm-hmm. so whatever happens with with trella and th- there's so many possibilities and so much that we want to do with it um, I don't think it's going to be a failure. <laughs> right. There's going to be some success out of this, right? Because um, it works, right? It right. works. I, I can I can visualize it. I can see it in my head, um, and I know that it's that it's got a lot of capacity to do really great things for people. And it, I think it's just a matter of time. You have to get the word out, let people know what we're doing. Right. Um, but yeah, it does fuel me to know that this is a new industry there's no rules right, right. well the rules are well <laughs> wait whoa 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 well, hang on right. a second there are no there rules are a ton to, of rules there's no rules to how you dictate your your success in, right in this, it's in giving this you uh yeah. some parameters and regulations that you have to work within mm-hmm. um and you are t- touching the product or at least you are 
grow system touches the product. My grow system touches the product. So it right. removes us. We do have one level of removal from all of the other rules that people right. have to deal with. Right. And that, that's, that's important to note, too. Um, how can people find out about where they can donate or find out more? You know, Give your website a, a plug here. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. Uh, so uh, our website is Trella, T-R-E-L-L-A dot I-O, Trella. .io. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on all the um, you know the, the typical social media platforms. Can I ask why .io? Internet of Things. So the other the other benefit okay. um, that Trello that our device does is it it automatically will you know train a plant to grow sideways, but it's also doing that based on how fast the plant grows, which means that we are tracking the rate of growth. So what we've done is we've included um, temperature sensors, humidity sensors, and CO two sensors that are also finding that information and tracking how fast does the plant grow depending on temperature, depending on humidity, depending on CO2. And what you can do is you can learn from that past data and optimize your next grow grow cycle so that you have um, a quicker grow. I mean, the the thing about commercial um, growing is that it's all about yield, quality and also speed mm-hmm. um, right you got to turn it yeah you got to turn it over so for us uh, and for our commercial users one of the benefits is that our device uses low stress training that LST and our product name Trella Grow mm-hmm. LST the LST stands for low stress training and low stress means you're not cutting you're not pruning you're not overly manipulating it because when you do that you slow down how fast the plant grows so what we're doing is we're removing all of that that physical manipulation, being very gentle, and allowing the plant to grow naturally, which means it'll grow faster. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, there's also the benefit from a commercial perspective of having a faster a faster harvest as well. Yeah, no, they, that's one of the things. Uh, there, I know that um, the Cannabis Control Commission in Massachusetts wanted to make sure that the medicinal patient had a supply of at least 35% for each dispensary. Mm-hmm. So it's protected. The meta, the medicine side of things is protected. It still leaves 65%, by the way, for, for farming games. Yeah, yeah. And, the, the, and interestingly, the if you look at what's going on in the industry now with mm-hmm. some of the outside bigger companies coming into Massachusetts and setting up shop here and controlling the verticals and what have you. Um, that's just capitalism at work, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, and I don't want to shut out any of the social equity applicants or any of the little small businesses, the mom and pop growers mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. I, it really is designed to be a people's business mm-hmm. when you get right down to it. And the laws allow you to grow 12 plants in your dwelling if you have two adults in your dwelling. Mm-hmm. Um can I ask a question about odor? Sure. Okay. <laughs> My odor? Okay. No, not your odor. The can the pungency, the pungent odor of the <laughs> cannabis plant. Yeah, yeah. Um when I visit my dispensaries that have a grow facility underneath. Yeah. This is the one in Bridgewater. Right, right. As right. soon as you get out of the car, you, you smell, smell it. it right? Yeah. You walk into the dispensary, you smell it more. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And what happened? Is there a way? To control that with your system indoors, or is it just shut the door and put little, you know, little air fresheners hanging out? Yeah, no, our <laughs> system doesn't get into helping with with odor the odor. Control. You're on your own yeah, with the odor. Yeah. It's, it's, it's are, a pungent. Yeah. It's a pungent live thing. And there are filters out there that you could put on your ventilation system to help reduce the odor. Yeah, but it has to be designed efficiently, and if it's not, you're still going to get some of the odor anyway. So yeah. that's usually what the issue is: is that it's just the, the it's just not designed efficiently to really mask it well enough. Yeah. And I, you know what it. 
Odor is objective. No, <laughs> subjective. 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 Excuse me. Odor is subjective. Right. You probably may or may not like the odor. Some do. Mm-hmm. Some don't. Right. That's subjective. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's yeah. all right. Look, yeah. I'm, I'm not 100% today, guys. But yeah, but do? the answer your dot .io, that, that – the sensors and how we're tracking growth, we're getting that data. So it's machine learning. Mm-hmm. Um, is it artificial intelligence? Artificial inten- intelligence. Wow. Yeah. So machine learning is kind of a subset of artificial intelligence. But um, so that's the so that's the reason why we decided to go with .io. Um, you can also find us at trellatechnologies.com. There you go. Um, I knew there was a .com in there because <laughs> I googled it and I found it earlier <laughs> yeah. when I was doing my homework. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, um, very but, interesting. Oh, but to, to to also just make sure that everyone understands how to f- invest. If you go to our website, you can click the invest button. Button. That will take you straight to our Start Engine page. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can go to startengine.com and just search Trella, and you'll find us that way too. And Start Engine provides all that. That's their model is to get to get a lot of these companies to use their product. Right, their, right. Their like, they're like the Indiegogo or the Kickstarter right. of, of regulation right. crowdfunding. Regulation crowdfunding. That's great. I mean, again, this is not my thing. I, I try. Great piece of advice. Do yeah. what you do best. Yes, Right? Yeah. I think I read you say that at some point <laughs> in one of your interviews, by the way. And I'm reading that and I'm going, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Do what I do best is try to be someone who's easy to talk to yeah. and ask some good questions once in a while right. and can be somewhat entertaining at some point of course. somewhere. Oh, yeah. But that goes back to the sports thing and team. Yes, it does. You know, that's when you're right. on a team, everybody's good at something. That's right. Stay it's in a, your lane. Right. <laughs> and, a coach, and a coach puts you in position to mm-hmm. succeed. Succeed, yep. Because I've got 35 years of soccer coaching in my background, too, and it's something I haven't done yeah. in about 10 years, and I miss it. Yep. But uh, we should con- – let's, let's take a minute. Let's congratulate the U.S. Women's National Soccer yes. Team for winning the World Cup. That was an Dominating. Awesome I loved it. You know, it's not, somebody had told me this, and I'm going to throw this by you, and I know you're going to get this. The United States has the best team sports of anybody in the world. Mm-hmm. They are the best softball players. They are the best. Uh, they compete at the highest level in ice hockey. Canadians, right up there with us. Okay, I'm going to give it equal time. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, soccer, mm-hmm. basketball. Mm-hmm. These, this is all a direct result of Title IX in the 70s, mm. which happened when I was in college at Tufts University, mm-hmm. and I did my little senior paper thesis, whatever, on how they weren't complying with federal uh, guidelines for Title IX mm-hmm. at Tufts University. Mm-hmm. Needless mm-hmm. to say, the athletic department didn't like me too much, although <laughs> they understood what I was doing mm-hmm. and, and respected it, and now they have, a, they have great athletics for women. Right. That's what we're seeing now. Yeah. We're seeing the second and third generation of the woman athlete. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm guessing as You've a got woman mothers athlete, coaching their daughters now. Mothers coaching their daughters. Yeah. And it, it's just um, it was it was just great to see. They did dominate. Mm-hmm. I know they took a lot of heat for uh, crushing Thailand thirteen nothing or whatever <laughs> it was in the first game. Yeah. And uh, you know what, guys? You're playing on the world stage. Your adrenaline is going. You're not, <laughs> you're not thinking. <laughs> you're not stopping. You're celebrating. I don't, you know, you're yeah. just not. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and granted, look, when I was a coach, if we got up by five or six goals, we played the ball backwards. We moved to the corners. There are mm-hmm. ways to control the game mm-hmm. without moving towards the net. But you know what? They're professionals. Yeah, professionals don't do that. They can't let Ask up. Bill Belichick <laughs> about running up. up the score, right? Yeah, okay, I mean, yeah. come on. Stop me, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And learn what you have to do right. to stop me because it's all – sports is really a learning experience, right. and, and that's that's really what it's about. Right. That's why, you know, when my team's lost, I was like, well, we learned a lot more today than the other team. Mm. That's how they spin it. You've yeah. got to spin it that yeah, way because yeah, yeah, yeah. otherwise, you, you know, winning at all costs is not the deal anymore. Right. We're, in fact, I'm big on – 
redefining the word success. Mm. Because you can be an O and 12 team and still be a success. success. Yeah. Anyway, that's my spiel. I'm, I'm, I'm getting to the point now where I can feel myself running out of gas. <laughs> um, Asia, I, is there any other plugs you need for your company right now that you need to throw out there? Are you taking advantage of any of these conventions and trade shows or anything? Oh, uh, no. So what we're trying to do right now is uh, we have um, our Facebook group. It's the Growers Club. And that will be, if you're interested in finding out, when will the units be available? How much will the units cost? The best thing you could do is to go on Facebook, follow us at Trella.Innovation, and um, join the Growers Club. You can also do that by going to our website, Trella.io. But if you join the Growers Club, it's free. It's just a Facebook community group. I'm in there. I'm showing some more of the behind-the-scenes stuff that people you might not see unless they're within the group. And that's going to be the first place where we talk about um, the price, and when the units will be available. So if you're interested from a, you know, a buying perspective or just want to see what we're up to, please follow us. Uh, we're, we're excited to see where this is going to go. And you know what? If you want to invest, take a flyer. It's $200. I have learned that you only invest what you can afford to lose. Right. Especially when you're not an accredited investor, investor. who can lose $250,000. <laughs> anyway, completely different world out there, right? <laughs> um, Asia, uh, Nicole Atwood from Trello Technologies, thank you so much for thank taking you. the time to come in and, and meet me and say hello. And yep. I've enjoyed this. Uh, I expect we'll become great friends. I'm going to like you on Facebook nice. and share and thank follow you. and all that social Stuff media crap, yeah, yeah. whatever it is. I, I get it. I, it's important. We, we're using it now. Yes, uh, please, we get it. We get please it. Please like Pro Cannabis Media. Do you like our new mic flags? Um, we're doing a lot of new things and there's a lot of exciting things here. And more importantly, I just want to give the industry equal time yeah. because the traditional media group that's out there now mm-hmm. is looking for the industry to screw up so they can have something to lead to, to, to lead their news with, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Be- and, it, and it's unfair yeah. because no one is telling the stories of the people in the cannabis industry, and that's exactly what we want to yeah. do. And thank you for documenting the history. It's, like, it's what I do. I'm a yeah. storyteller and yeah, a yeah. history major. Yeah. I mean, it fits, doesn't it? Awesome. Absolutely. The sports thing was my career for a long time, and I still can talk sports with the best of them or the worst of them <laughs> anyway that's my story so i uh again thank you yep. uh joyce kerber is the executive producer of this i want to thank her for finding you yes thank you joyce that's right thank you joyce uh steve helmuth is the director technical director of this he does a great job of making sure that, that this all sounds good looks yep. good thank you steve. and we can use it again and again and again yep. which is really 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 important so for everybody here at Pro Cannabis Media, I appreciate you taking the time, bringing us into your world, whatever that is. And remember, it's a whole new world of weed out there. Use it responsibly. Revolutionary Clinics is just one of 49 medical cannabis dispensaries in Massachusetts, but there's a reason why it's one of the most popular. It's their patient-first philosophy. All day long, they teach, they educate, they communicate about this complicated plant called Cannabis Sativa. That's true. Whether you visit their Cambridge location in Fresh Pond at 110 Fawcett Street or at 67 Broadway in Somerville. Revolutionary Clinics, where the patient comes first. In the Weeds with Jimmy Young is a video podcast produced by the Pro Cannabis Media Network for the entertainment and education of our audience. All opinions on this show should not be considered medical advice or reflect the opinions of the management of CLNS Media, C-Suite Network, Pro Cannabis Media Group, or its marketing partners.